This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Hey there. Ever wonder what happens to all those amazing screenplays that never make it to the big screen? Wonder no more. Welcome to Table Read Podcast, where we bring those undiscovered gems to life. Picture this. Talented actors giving incredible performances with the occasional laugh or blooper thrown in, produced by award-winning pros. From drama to comedy, TV pilots to feature films, there's something for everyone. And guess what? We release new episodes every week, so don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Table Read Podcast, where great stories finally get their chance to shine. Hey, welcome back to another episode of Make It Cute. I'm so happy that you're here. So happy that you're tuning in for another episode. Um, As promised, you probably saw the title. This is going to be the Am I the Asshole series continuation. But I also have some very exciting news about the pod and that is that you will be able to talk to me in a sense. Um, I'm actually not going to be on the other end, but we have a Make It Cute hotline now that you can call. And I'm going to tell you guys the number. I'm also going to put the number in the description just so you have it. But I'm so excited to finally like put this out there and get this launched and get this ready to go. Because, you know, it's been a long time coming. I'll just say that. But since I am based in the greater New York City area, it is a New York City greater number. So if you're ready, grab your pen and paper. Um, if you don't have pen and paper, just check the description. So if you want to submit an Am I the Asshole story, or you just want to submit a suggestion, or you want to give me feedback or anything like that, you can now call me at 646-397-3324. I repeat, call us at 646-397-3324. It's almost like, Miles, I have your number. I'm not going to sing, but um, 3973324. Six four six at the beginning. Okay. Um, anyways, but I just wanted to make sure that I got that out there because I know that I talked about it on last week's episode and said that'd be going live. I'm also going to post this on the Make It Cute Instagram. So you can give me a call whenever um, and I will listen to the message. And if it's something that you want to say on the air, that is appropriate. I will play the message. I'm so excited to see all the tomfoolery and the fuckery that comes out of this um, hotline. So I think that's going to be a good time. But just wanted to, you know, start this episode off with a quick little check-in, little mental check-in. Um, I'm doing okay-ish, not the best, because Bob Saget died um, over the past weekend, as we all know. And I don't know. I didn't think that I loved Full House as much as I did, but I literally like shed a tear whenever I read the headline. And this is so awful, but I'm going to just expose myself on the internet and all my awfulness included. But I texted my friends when Betty White died, and I said, Betty White is just an appetizer to what's to come in 2022. She knew it was going to be bad and she didn't want to see it. And literally a couple days in, Bob Saget dies. And Bob was just one of those guys that just seemed like the most genuinely nice human, like, ever. It, it's one of those things that 
I don't know. Everyone just in his field speaks so highly of him. Um, all the tributes are so amazing. I think we're all so sad. We all feel like we lost a little piece of our childhood. But also, did y'all see Bob's TikToks? Those used to be my comfort things when I was sad because he would lip sync to like, you know, fun songs that maybe he shouldn't have been lip syncing to. And he just always brought joy no matter what he did. Um, so I'm really going to miss him being alive. I, I don't know how to say that. I don't I don't do well with emotions. Uh, despite being a Pisces, I am one of the least sad emotional Pisces because whenever we talk about Pisces, I think we've talked about this on the show, but Pisces, we are emotional, but we're emotional in the grand scheme of emotions, not just sadness. I'm not crying my eyes out all the time. I mean, yeah, I am, but also I'm not. <laughs> so um, yeah, rest in peace, Bob Saget. Uh, miss you dearly. And also just another exciting tidbit of information. I started grad school this week. I'm getting my master's in psychology. Some of you may know this, some of you may not. I think I may have girl bossed a little bit too close to the sun because if you know, I work for a hedge fund by day um, and my background is in like accounting and like that type of industry. So getting my master's in psychology just it's something a little bit different, just just a little bit. Um, I'm talking about different theories and different <laughs> matrices and all that. And it's a very scientific versus like analytical um, field. So, you know, I had a, a lesson on like different social cognitive decision making factors and different developmental versus happenstance, um, trait and factor, personality, learning about the people who, you know, kind of brought that to light all the awesome psychologists and scientists who studied this so yeah that's just my little life update um super excited for the holiday weekend um you know shout out to martin luther king me being black myself is you know i i'm pretty happy that yeah you did what you did that you had your dream and you told people about it um i'm obviously oversimplifying and i'm it's probably slightly insensitive but you know whenever you're the the victim of something like i feel like you're able to like make light of it anyways let's talk about am i the asshole because i'm starting to sound like the asshole for um just being so nonchalant about integration and so seg segregation ending and the civil rights movement. So um, <laughs> this, I, I know a lot of our episodes have been themed lately on these Am I the Asshole series, um, but today's episode is just going to be kind of back to my roots of like the first Am I the Asshole where I go on Reddit, I just kind of scroll through live and in stereo, and I click on what looks interesting. We're talking about this on the spot. Um, everything is going to kind of be on the spot. And I think the fun part about that is that one, it forces me to come up with a cocktail or a recipe on the spot. And two, I never really know what I'm going to get. It's like a nice mixed bag of tomfoolery and assholeness. So the first one that I see, um, it has 13 awards. It was posted five hours ago. So I want to look at this. Um, and it is, am I the asshole for not letting my son get a dog? My son 18, lives with me in a condo that I own. We have two cats that we've had for 10 years. About two months ago, he announced that he's getting a dog. I said no. There are reasons I won't allow for it now. One, we both work, and I feel it's unfair to leave a dog inside for nine plus hours. Two, our HOA only allows two pets, and we have two pets. Three, 
When one cat recently had a UTI, I asked him to give her a dose or two of the antibiotics when I was not home. He refused, so he's unwilling to care for the pets we already have. He says he prefers to be homeless with a dog than to live under my oppression. He's so opposed that I only ask 130 a month to cover his portion of the monthly car insurance. He also states that he has paid to have the dog neutered and it arrives mid-February, and it's currently being fostered by a family he knows. No, that dog is not coming here. Am I the asshole? Okay, um, this was like a much shorter story, but I easy verdict, not the asshole. One, when you own the place and someone else is living under there, under your roof, they need to abide by your rules. I mean, it sounds sort of archaic, and I think there's an extent, right? I mean, without it being a dictatorship, but also the son is 18. He has the choice to move out. He said that he'd rather be homeless, be homeless with a dog. Um, I think it's really crappy to be putting your parent in a compromising position to just like get what you want, especially whenever you have like, you're not contributing to the household and you're not taking care of the pets you already have. And you only can have two pets and you already have it because, you know, they own the condo. So not the asshole. Uh, You sound like you need a drink. So I'm going to recommend a little tiny three shots of tequila tequila anejo um but let's spice it up a little bit and in each so you're basically going to make yourself a flight of tequila and in each one you're going to add something like a little fun so in like the first shot you can add a little bit of lime juice in the second shot add a little bit of like tapatio and then in the third shot add a little bit of chamoy and you'll have like a little tequila flight um that's much more interesting than just taking three straight tequila shots because that sounds really painful um so yeah that was our first am i the asshole i'm probably gonna do a couple of these uh, this episode um you know i just kind of go until the ancestors tell me to stop so oh here's a nice long one and i'm super excited so without further ado am i the asshole for believing the housekeeper over my son We hired a housekeeper that comes over several times a week to get the house clean since my husband and I are busy with work. We have two kids, Jeremy, 16, and Raya, 14. Now, Jeremy is a jokester. He likes pulling pranks on everyone in the house, and that included the housekeeper. He did stuff like throw her purse, hide her wallet, and he got punished for it and then told not to do it again because our housekeeper almost quit, and we didn't want that. Now, on to the current situation. One a couple days ago, I got a call from Jeremy while he was having friends over telling me that he saw the housekeeper sneak one of my jewelry into her purse and asked me to come home immediately. I freaked out and tried calling my husband, but he didn't pick up. I went home and was mad. I talked to the housekeeper. She denied putting anything in her purse. I demanded to see her purse, and my jewelry was there. The housekeeper started swearing on her children that she didn't put it in there and had no idea how it got in there. I believed her and figured Jeremy had something to do with it, given his history. I switched my attention towards him and had him explain exactly how he saw our housekeeper do it. He told me that he, what he saw, but a friend of his came forward and said that he, he saw Jeremy put the jewelry inside the lady's purse and was trying to get her into trouble. Jeremy yelled at her f- his friend and then told me it was just one of his pranks but i was furious i kicked the rest of his friends who covered for him out i punished him hard and apologized to the housekeeper my husband reacted 
unexpectedly after he heard and said that I was wrong for choosing to believe the housekeeper over our son, even though there was a witness. And he said his friend must have said this to get him in trouble because the housekeeper paid him to the side with her. Sorry, this post is really poorly written. Um, (laughs) There's a lot of typos, so bear with me. Um, In trouble because the housekeeper paid him to side with her which is shockingly absurd of him to say. He said, I was not being a good mother, and my first instinct is to always believe my son, whatever he says, and never ever question him in front of his friends like that. I'm confused. Did I mess up? Yeah. This one is, that's a lot. Um, So obviously we got a Dima verdict. So verdict is not the asshole. Um, what a surprise. And you're not the asshole for a myriad of reasons, but we're going to just, we're going to start at the top. So one, you investigated the situation in any way that a normal person would. You recognized that your son had a history of pulling these pranks. You had known that the housekeeper had been a victim of these pranks. And also, why would one of his friends lie to get him in trouble? I understand friends covering for him. Yes. But the other friend, I think is just telling the truth. Like the other friends are going to lie to cover him. But I don't think people would really lie to get someone in trouble if you're their friend. He probably felt bad for the housekeeper and also just wanted to stick it to Jeremy, which, you know, Jeremy, once you turn 18, catch these hands. No, I'm kidding. Um, But nonetheless, it sounds like your son is the asshole. And actually, one of the first comments on the post says, not the asshole. Your son isn't a prankster. He's a fucking bully. And I completely agree. Because, one, people do things without consequence. And they keep doing it because they know that the consequence isn't going to be severe. Yes, I know that in the post it said, yes, we punished him and whatever the case may be. But also... It sounds like the punishment wasn't severe enough to get him to stop. And obviously he has some sort of vendetta against this housekeeper because he was literally trying to get her fired and potentially arrested. It's yeah, that that's a whole crazy, whole crazy little thing. And what I think you should do is make a small batch of sangria for you and the housekeeper, talk it over, give her a little bit of a raise because if she's going to continue cleaning your house and has to deal with your demon son, she deserves like, you know, a couple extra bucks per cleaning. And I guess now we're going to move on to our next, am I the asshole? So this next one, I'm, I'm super excited for this. Uh, so this one says, am I the asshole for not wanting to help my ex with our daughter? Okay. So gonna be an intense one let's read this um when i 34 male was 20 years old i was dating melissa 34 female and she ended up getting pregnant this was bad because i felt like we were heading for a breakup we were fighting we weren't communicating and the relationship felt dead but we decided to try and work things out for our daughter bella now 13 i got a job with melissa's dad melissa was a sahm but our relationship was terrible still We fought constantly, and we weren't intimate. I did start to see other people. It wasn't right, and I make no excuses for it. I felt so guilty that I finally came clean to Melissa. She kicked me out of her house, of our house, and took me to court. She tried taking full custody of Bella. 
Her parents are loaded and had a bunch of connections in their town. They hired some fancy lawyer for the custody battle. They tried using an MIP ticket I had at 18 and a bunch of other dirty tricks to try and get custody. Fortunately, the judge saw through them and gave me custody Thursday through Sunday every other week. Melissa made things awful for me every chance she got. I was let go of my job and kept getting let go of any of my new jobs because of Melissa. Melissa's parents offered me 20000 to give me up my rights. She would purposely drop Bella off late to me Thursday mornings so I would be late to work. She would miss pick up and drop off times by hours and even called CPS on me for injuries Bella got from playgrounds. She tried to remove my emergency contact info from Bella's daycare and school. Whenever she was dropped off, her mom slash grandma would be like, listen, Bella, if anything happens, you know to call me. Bella started to reject me, and I could see Bella was being turned against me. My sister noticed it as well, and Bella even admitted that her mom had said bad things about me. I tried to document everything and take it to court. Unfortunately, I didn't win my case as I couldn't afford a lawyer. Eventually, I realized how bad this was for Bella and made the heartbreaking decision to sign away my rights from for Bella when I, she was seven. I just didn't want her growing up in a toxic environment and couldn't fight her mom anymore. I moved two states away to start a new life. Since then, I went to therapy to get over the loss of my daughter, met my wife, and have a two-year-old. I'm very happy with my life. Surprisingly, my ex called me last week. I haven't spoken to her since the day I signed away my rights. She was asking me to come visit Bella. Bella had started acting out, asking about her dad and being disrespectful to Melissa's current husband. She asked if I would fly to them and speak with Bella. I told Melissa to fuck off. She made it impossible for me to be a dad and doesn't deserve my help. She broke down saying that this was immature and not what's best for our daughter. I said, it's not my daughter. You made sure of it and hung up. My wife thinks I don't owe it to Melissa, but maybe I do owe something to Bella. I just don't want to open that chapter of my life again after I've worked so hard to move on from it. Am I the asshole? Oh my gosh, this was so juicy. I felt like I was watching like a soap opera in my head. Um, So this is really hard because it's one of those things that someone fought so hard to try and get you out of their life and now they want you to come back in because it's convenient for them and also six years is a long time to not go without talking to someone and to just expect them to drop everything and pick up where they left off i'm gonna say that the poster is not the asshole And let me give you my slew of reasons why I believe this. I think this is very much so a coin toss. Like some people might think he's the asshole. Some people might think he's not the asshole. Let me give my reasons. You think about yours. Yell at me in your car if you have to, whatever the case may be. Um, But let's talk about it. I think the poster is not the asshole because whenever you go undergo something like very traumatizing, like your ex-wife trying to ruin your life at every single turn, I would definitely understand not wanting to be involved with that person ever again in any capacity. Whenever they also tried getting custody, using dirty tricks to make sure that you couldn't be in the child's life and you agree, I don't think that they have the right to ask you for anything for that child anymore. 
you're saying I'm giving up my rights to this child. So why do you have the right to put this child back in their face? I think weaponizing a child is horrible and something that shouldn't be done during a divorce or anything like that. And I think it's hard because yes, the child is the one who's going to be affected in the sense of not having that support from her biological father. But at the same time, I think that if you open that wound again, so much worse can happen. And whenever you've gone to therapy and you've done the work and you've done the healing, it's like one of those things that whenever people get clean from something, they don't reintroduce it back into their body. And Melissa was like something that he needed to get clean from, in my opinion. So I don't think you're the asshole to put yourself first. And the, yes, Bella had no choice in um, the fact that you were forced to sign away your rights, but unfortunately it's kind of collateral damage at that point. It's really unfortunate, but it's the truth. And um, for you, I would say just get a six pack of Stella, drink it off, three for you, three for your wife, um, and just call it a day and block Melissa because you don't need that bad juju in your life anymore. Um, I feel like a lot of these Am I the Assholes have to do with kids like today, but the next um, story is going to be Am I the asshole for not wanting to bathe a child? Okay, uh, that that sentence just gave me the heebie-jeebies, but let's read this. After I graduated from college, my parents bought me a fairly sized apartment as a gift. Oh my god. Okay, sorry. Before I get into this, I wish my parents bought me an apartment whenever I graduated college. Um, nonetheless, I, I'm going to start it over just so the story's cohesive, but you know what? I just had to throw that in there. Am I the asshole for not wanting to be the child? After I graduated college, my parents bought me a fairly sized apartment as a gift. Since I had some extra space and didn't mind any extra cash, I decided to find a roommate. My roommate is a friend from high school, 28 female, and she has a son, who's six. They have been renting for the past four years. She goes out two to three times a month and asks me to babysit since the regular babysitter that comes six days a week doesn't work on Sundays. It isn't a big deal for me since I just order some food, we watch TV, or I just let him play some video games. So far, there weren't any issues until last Sunday. After dinner, we watch TV, and then I turn on the Xbox for him so I can answer some emails. While I was typing, he comes to me, and before he could say it, the stench hit me. He had an accident. I had to get up and move from him because I was getting sick. I told him to sit and tried calling his mom, who didn't answer. I messaged her saying that her son had an accident and to get back ASAP. She wrote to me, just run him a bath and change his clothes. I answered, no, I can't do that. Please hurry, which she didn't respond to. I just thought that she was on her way, and I told the kid to wait for his mom in his room. An hour and a half later, she finally returned and asked me if I figured it out. I told her no, and that I wrote her that I can't do it. She just stormed off to her room. A bit later, she walked to me upset and said, are you fucking kidding me? You really let him sit like this all this time? Come on, fucking asshole. What was the problem? Oh, gosh, this is a vulgar. Um, I just apologized once again, and I just told her I couldn't get myself to do it, after which she went to back to her room. I never in my life has changed or bathed a child, and I couldn't stand the smell. I just think that 
I probably would have been able to do it if he had wet himself, but don't know, honestly. My buddy laughed at me and called me a little bitch after I told him this. I think... <sighs> wow, I this is a lot to process. Um, I'm gonna say... For not this hasn't happened often but i'm gonna say you are the asshole and i am only gonna say that you're the asshole yes because maybe you haven't had the experience in doing this maybe you haven't had to do this before but to let a child it it sounds like he shit himself so to let a child sit in his own shit for an hour and a half that's just that's not great man like it's one of those things you committed to watching this child and caring for this child so what if the child would have like sliced his finger open would you have just let him bleed i think you can you know raise or raise the extremity or like de-raise the extremity (laughs) de-raise is not even decrease the extremity level but nonetheless i think you are the asshole because you're agreeing to care for this child and you're obviously comfortable with this child because you've been watching him for like four years at this point so you're definitely the asshole and to the mom of the child, I say that she deserves a drink. And this one is going to be a little bit of a custom cocktail um, for her because I think this is like, you know, our cocktail of the episode. I think she deserves it because I don't know, you left your child with someone else and they weren't fit to take care of them. And yeah, I, I probably would have exchanged some choice words too. So let's get into the cocktail. You can shop from anywhere doing pretty much anything. You might shop while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast. And however you shop, we all know and love the thrill of the hunt. But do you also know how to get the thrill of the best deals? Because Rakuten shoppers do. With Rakuten, they get the deals they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Sephora, Nike, and even Expedia if you're looking to get some travel in. And getting cash back doesn't mean you have to miss out on sales because those can just be stacked right on top. It's easy to use and based on a simple idea. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers and Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back through PayPal or check. Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Do you like science fiction? I'm Carrie Bechet, and if you loved movies like Arrival or Interstellar, then you're going to want to check out my podcast, Hypothetical. On Hypothetical, we tell speculative sci-fi stories interwoven with real science. New episodes every Tuesday, available wherever you get podcasts. And I, I mean, I guess this cocktail might be slightly insensitive because um, we're going to do a mudslide for it because, you know, poop. Um, but nonetheless, um, we're also going to kind of like, I, I use the word veganize, but um, we're just going to kind of make this dairy free because if I was to consume a mudslide as it's normally made, I would have a mudslide in my pants, if that makes sense. Oh, God, that was a foul visual. I'm so sorry for that. Um, nonetheless, um, what we're going to do is we are going to melt down some chocolate, and we are going to just melt down like an ounce of chocolate. In the microwave, you can microwave it on 30-second uh, intervals and stir it until it's made. And then 
you're going to dip the rim of your glass in it. This is a fancy cocktail. And then you're going to dip that glass into some chocolate shavings. So you can just take a um, microplane or a grater and just grate some chocolate. Um, So you'll probably need about two ounces total, one for the dippy dip and one for the shavings. Make the glass nice and pretty. Then you're going to add some ice to your glass. We're going to follow that up with two ounces of vodka. And then we're going to follow that up with an ounce of Kahlua. So all these things, you know, non-dairy. I mean, if you use milk chocolate, whatever. I doubt that affects people, but I don't know. Whatever floats your yacht. Anyways, um, and then what we're going to do is Bailey's actually makes a vegan alternative um, with using almond milk, I believe. Um, So you're going to get some dairy-free Bailey's and add an ounce of that. And then what we're going to do is we're going to add in an ounce of almond milk. Or you can do like an almond-based coffee creamer or a soy-based coffee creamer. Just non-dairy alternative um, cream. And that's pretty much it. You're going to give it a little stir. You're going to top with a little bit of chocolate syrup if you want. I don't know. I I grew up in Pennsylvania and I grew up around like Hershey. Not around Hershey. I grew up with Hershey's like most of America. But I'm not a huge fan of Hershey's in general. So um, I don't know. Get Ghirardelli or something. I'm not sponsored whatever floats your boat but that is gonna be your cocktail for that and i think also that's gonna be our last am i the asshole for this episode so i'm so happy that you stuck with us let me know what you think um if you want to call my hotline to let me know what you thought about the verdicts i'm gonna just drop that number one more time for you that is 646-397-3324 give me a call Call me, beat me if you want to reach me, if you want to page me. It's not okay because who the fuck has a pager nowadays? Um, But nonetheless, I will catch you all on the next episode. Um, Make sure that you, you know, tell your friends about Make It Cute Podcast and expand our community because what's more fun to talk about than like a good podcast? I think there's nothing more fulfilling in life. So if you listen to this, tell your friends about it and you can be like, oh my God, did you hear that new Am I the asshole? Oh my God, that one about the child? That was crazy. I I don't know. Um, Nonetheless, obviously I'm getting a little kooky by the end of this. So I'm going to go. See you next week. Bye.